Welcome to the Remarkable Relationship Show with Mercy Russell, where we find the wonder in your story. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 35 years of experience applying the science of relationship systems to my practice of psychotherapy and leadership consulting. My intuitive skills allow me to bring clarity and vision to your challenges. I hope you will be surprised in the next hour. Good morning. This is Mercy Russell with a Remarkable Relationship Show. My goal is to bring a fresh perspective to you on all things related to how humans develop their individual brilliance while navigating the excitement, stickiness, and resistance in their relationships. In my 40 years of working as a psychotherapist and consultant, I've been continually amazed at the ways in which people overcome challenges. I hope to share my experience and insights so you can find the magic in your relationships. Um, my, my hope in this show is to, to answer or address questions and challenges you're facing in your relationships. There are several ways you can ask me a question. You can send me a question by email at mercy at leadershipwithmercy.com. Um, you also... Uh, can access transcripts of the shows on this website, leadershipwithmercy.com. Um, if you ask me a question, I'll be happy to answer it on the show. Uh, it'll be uh, certainly regard your anonymity. Um, and uh, I would answer it on the live show, which so it will be on the KKNW podcasts, as well as the KKNW YouTube channel video of this show. So today, my guest is Dr. Daryl Green, who has returned uh, so that we can sort of dive into the topic that we raised at the end of the last show. And this is uh, about a, a controversy. I'm going to have Dr. Green sort of give us the details of it, but we, we introduced it last time of a, formal, a former NFL football you know, um, star. Great, great. A great with a cat. All right, in all caps. I'm not a football fan, so it's new to me. But the dynamic, I think, is very interesting in terms of, you know, issues that are faced and particularly leadership is what I wanted to talk mm -hmm. about. So we have a cultural leader, Ed Reed, and then we have the university that he, he, he is in conflict with. We'll just put it that way. So I, I just think this is a really interesting story and Dr. that Dr. Green will have some great insights. Mm -hmm. Dr. Green, just to remind my listeners, is the Dickinson Chair of Business Professor at Oklahoma Baptist Christian University. He, after he was a, had a 27 year career as a mechanical engineer at the Department of Energy, mm -hmm. but he pivoted to a leadership role in higher education and business management. Um, the controversial decision that was made about Ed Reed's uh, role as a head coach at Bethune Cookman um, has is just a great example of just the complications of leadership. Now, as a professor of leadership, Dr. Green is in a in a, in a Christian college, which also Bethune Cookman is a Christian college. He brings a, Dr. Green brings a unique perspective to the challenges faced by both the institutional leaders 
and the informal role of leadership of a celebrity athlete with students and mm -hmm. and fans, parents, um, alumni. So I expect a lively discussion with Dr. Green. Let's go. Hi, Daryl. <laughs> hey, what's what's going on? What's going on, Doctor Doctor Russell? Mercy, oh, oh, mer Lord, Lord, mercy. <laughs> right, right, right. We throw those doctors around, but really, come on. Um, so, <laughs> hi. How's the weather in Oklahoma today? Uh, the weather looks beautiful. No, yeah. it's, uh, it's 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 uh, we got snow. It's like nineteen degrees. It's uh, it's 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 uh, it's it's cold. So it's uh, climate change is for real. Okay, change is everywhere. <laughs> I'm in Arizona. It was supposed to snow today, but we got sunny skies. So oh, yeah. we'll just sort it, yeah. of hold. We're holding the. We're holding the. We're holding to tradition <clears throat> here. So, so um, Daryl, could you just a, a review for our audience again the the incident that we're talking about? Sort of give some background about Ed Reed. You know, for those who are like me, maybe not so in on the, you know, the yes. the NFL. Scene. So I, I just want to I just want to say, sit back, uh, put on your <laughs> seatbelts, have some popcorn. If you ever seen Dallas, if you see the as the light turn, the world turn, uh, the every Bethune uh, situation is it's 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 no it, you're gonna be amazed. So first of all, uh, let's uh, <clears throat> it's kind of like a bad breakup. Uh, I don't know relationship. I don't know if you've ever ever dated somebody. You're just incompatible, and and it's uh, this is this is it. So let's talk about every. So <clears throat> to set this up, uh, you have to know about where we live, where we at right now. Uh, about three years ago, uh, Hall of Famer Deion Sanders, they call him prime time, uh, charismatic, dynamic individual, uh, was looking to get uh, make his way into uh, college football. The problem is he did not have any head coaching experience and he could not go. No one would take him. Uh, I mean, so he, yes. Deion Sanders is also another. He's, he's, he's another, he's another right. hall of famer. It's, hall it's, of it's famer. A, a football. Yeah. He's an, um, he's, he's a great icon. Everyone knows him. Very charismatic. So he went, he went, he uh, got opportunity at uh, Jackson state. It was a historical black college. Uh, and they were struggling. They, they had a, uh, good, rich history, uh, good good academics. He came there and he rebuilt that school. Now he understood most of the historical black schools, and I would say a lot of underserved rural schools. They all had the same kind of problems. So we we just talk about black colleges, but all the problems had all the schools have some kind of problems. So they took they took him under under uh, his umbrella. He was highly successful. Uh, he brought resources to the university. He built the university up. Historical black colleges had flourished uh, uh, under under Dion because he had, he had brought attention. His this guy, uh, charismatic, he has a camera on him twenty four seven. So everyone looked at this, and you had other celebrity football players uh, like uh, uh, George uh, that is that is at Tennessee State and other places, but they were not charismatic as, as Dion. When so you say he, he had a camera on him, was that his uh, doing or just it's, it's, no? It's his, his, it's his his doing. He's he uh he's leveraging social media platforms. His he has his younger son, uh -huh. his older son, Deion Sanders Jr. Uh, he's called Well Well Off Media. 
he was he was putting on videos, YouTube clicks, mm -hmm. and he was getting massive. Because you think about this, most coaches and one of the most celebrity coaches that Alabama coached, they don't, they're very private. They don't want people to know their business. They're not, they're not showcasing. But uh, Deion Sanders is just, he's in meetings, uh, team meetings. Mm -hmm. He has a camera on. No one does that. And so he's created a lane. He's created a, a, a unique uh, position for himself. He's getting his name out. And he, and one thing about Deion, he got the number one recruit last, uh, last year, uh, uh, Travis Hunter came, uh, he was supposed to be going to Florida state and he opted to go to uh, Jackson state, which has never happened before for a black college, uh, a, a five star is like the ultimate. And so everyone's looking at that. That is, that is a good recipe. You get a celebrity <laughs> football player to come to your school and give you all these resources. So I, I just want to tell you, maybe Bethune Cookman was looking at this situation. They were, they were struggling football. They have had a rich tradition. Uh, Bethune Cookman, another historical co uh, black college, Daytona Beach. Uh, resource, probably resource challenge, but a good institution. Uh, football probably not going good. So somebody decided, you know what, let's, uh, we can reach out to uh, Ed Reed. Okay. Now, as I mentioned, Dion did not have the pedigree. He did not have the coaching uh, experience. Uh, Tennessee, uh, Jackson State gave him an opportunity, and he was able to use that opportunity to leave and go to uh, University of Colorado, and that's where he's at right now. Some people hated it, but I'm just going to be honest with you. Most football fans, you leave the school, they hate you anyway. So this, but it's black mm -hmm. colleges, white colleges, it doesn't matter. But that has just happened. So he didn't have any experience. He was able to he was able to to uh, bypass the system by working at at, at, at Jackson State. So he, in other words, he went and right in his head head coach yes, at, he the, went, at the University of Colorado. Right. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, because he because, because he of his head, experience. At yeah, Jackson. He, yeah, yeah, because he was a head coach and he was a successful head coach. They're taking the chance. Say, look, look what Deion Sanders did at at, at, at Jackson State. that didn't have the resources. We have tons of resources. Right. We're gonna use him, his platform. So questions out, how successful is gonna be? Let's let's get back together later and see what happens. <laughs> but going back, going back to Ed Reed case, Ed Reed, uh, Hall of Famer, went to the University of Miami, good pedigree, uh uh was in the was I think in the in the NFL uh for over over 10 years plus. He's a pro bowler, hall of famer. He he is everything. He is he's he's not as he's not as 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 charismatic on, but certainly he has a he has he won a, a Super Bowl, so he has that kind of recognition. Everyone likes him. Okay, right. The, the, so so yeah. what and so what we're talking about here is that Dion. I'm just it's just me. I'm sort yes. of like you know catching up here. That Dion uh, sort of set the template right yes. for yes for being a, coming in as a celebrity athlete yes. into an academic institution and really working it um, to give himself experience yes. and then to elevate the school yes. for their resources yes. as well as himself, which of yes. course paid off with him yes. being, getting a, an yes. offer at a different school. Yes. Yes. So this was, this is a form of leadership and yes. I would call it kind of informal leadership because it's not only that he's the leader as a head coach, but he's taking a whole big 
bigger agenda than really what he was hired for, it's which it, is it, to bring this attention. So that's the template. And it, it, so true. when we talk about Ed Reed, we're talking about him looking at Dion and going, <laughs> and Bethune-Cookman thinking, yes. okay, we're going to follow that playbook. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. That's the yes. point of really yes. knowing about Dion yes. because yes. that's the that, playbook that, we're that, looking at. Yeah. But, but there's also, so we talk about leadership. That's some contrast. Leon is, I mean, uh, Dion is a charismatic leader. Now, one of the things he did do, so I think he, I think he. Can you just explain oh, a charismatic leader a little yes, bit? Yes. Uh, we think so we know we, what it means, but yes, I just want to be clear. So, so all kind of leaderships, there will be called authoritarian. I got to be the boss. You're going to listen when I say leadership across the title. Uh, then you go into laser fair leader, kind of laid back. Then you go into a, a leader that you see his passion, uh, and you just say, you know what? I'm going to follow that guy anywhere he goes. You think about Martin Luther King. You think of John F. Kennedy. Uh, those, those uh, Barack Obama. Uh, those kind of patent. Those kind of individuals. Just by the nature of their personalities, it drives them to be in a leadership position. And Deion Sanders is one of those. And now here's the other contrast. Deion also had Jackson State. Also, all schools have issues, but Deion was able to be very diplomatic about it about getting things changed and not cussing people out. So that's, so contrast to Ed Reed, again, Hall of Famer, but he is very passionate. He was uh, passionate on the football field. I didn't really not pay too much attention to him then, uh, but he was very passionate. That's how he was as a football player. He's very passionate. I'm just gonna let you know what, what you have in one industry or one area does not necessarily translate well. To the other. Mm-hmm. To, to to be a football coach. <laughs> and so uh, to go into that, so in, in proof of pencil principle, uh, 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 I would say uh, Bethune-Cookman uh, got into a rela- uh, informal relationship with Ed Reed to him to be the head coach, okay? For him to accept that mail, okay? <clears throat> Press release came out that he would be the next coach, okay? That he would be be there, okay? So now every, so I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think every, so every is from, every is originally from Louisiana. So I want to bring that mm-hmm. out, but he, but he lived in Miami. He actually worked for the, uh, the uh, Dolphins for, for, for a bit. He had that experience, but I don't think every ever been on campus. So I'm, I'm going to say you got the uh, university of Miami. It's, it's a rich, big institution. A lot of, a lot of updates. You got a small, oh, right. a small Christian uh-huh. school. <clears throat> that gone through two hurricanes. He got on campus and he just, when we, when we say in the trade, he just lit up social media, throwing F-bombs, seeing how the school was not, uh, the school was run down and the, the, the stuff was dirty. His office was dirty. Uh, he said he did more work. He did more work. Uh, then, 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 then many of the people that's there. That's, that's, so that when that's taking a, a big swipe at everybody. So he did that very lit. I mean, very. I mean, it was not professional. Okay. So, right. so the other thing is number one, his contract hasn't started. Yes. Right, and uh, he well, hadn't well, been assigned an office yet. Well, I think it's even worse than that. His contract has not even been signed. Hadn't even been signed. Yeah, he goes on. So he goes on campus. So I don't know. So, so let's talk about the hierarchy. Let's talk about the university. So you have the you have the president. At the time, uh, uh, Bethune Cookman has the interim president. So think about how much power that person has. 
But then above him, you have a board of directors, and I can't speak to it, but people saying the board, the board, the board trustees, trustees, yeah, yeah, has a lot of issues going on, and most 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 boards have some kind of they sure dysfunction. Do. <laughs> but they're saying that you got an interim president, so the president is not full time. Okay, he's not; he's there for a minute, and then you have the athletic. So here's another trick: the athletic director. That's the guy who runs the sports and everything. Uh, his name is uh, he is he is another Hall of Famer. I, I just I just kind of forgot his got his name, but he mm-hmm. but he's not a Hall of Famer, but he's fam- he's a famous uh, football a basketball player. So he's famous. Uh, he's famous, and so he decides every and so every comes on campus. I don't know how it, he comes on campus. He blasts the university, talking about how bad it is. And uh, it's, the proverbial word is all hell broke, broke, breaks loose across social media platforms because people start making their alliances. They say uh, there are people that don't like HBCUs. But so like, what? But but what he did is he made he played, took little videos and he posted yes, them on yes. Facebook, Instagram. Yes. Uh, saying all these negative things yes. about the university in focusing also on the physical condition of the university yes. right yes he did he, he did and like i said that was you know so you got like i said you got people on on each side reggie theus Reg, i was looking at reggie theus reggie theus is he's famous he's, he's a famous the, guy too the athletic director yeah he's he's famous yeah. uh-huh. so uh he's there with them and he kind of understands and so so now you got so he's just called out the university so you got people on every side saying, well, he should have done that. I know, everybody acknowledges he was not professional, but they say it's the truth out. And so you got people that don't like university that supports that. And some people that like celebrities, they believe everything celebrities say. They're on TV, they believe them. So then you got the institution. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who do you think you are? Blasting well, the institution. I mean, the administration. So, so that is the tensions going on. So, what happened? I think so. Ed Reed is a father. I mean, he has parents. I mean, he has parents. He has relatives. They probably talked to him, and he sent out a notice. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm I'm sorry for. Uh, yeah, on the 16th, like yeah. right afterwards, yeah. the next he, day, he apologized. He apologized, which, which is okay. But then, so when you all, this is what the other thing. I, I, I do not. Look at comments. I do not track all that stuff because if you're a celebrity, you're gonna have people that gonna make gonna gonna get on your skin. And so some some people that were following him saying, I can't believe they just started talking bad about him. He got back on social media, walk, driving through the camp, driving through the now he doesn't have a contract, <laughs> uh saying contract, driving through the campus, uh showing how all these things are, are messed up, they got trash everywhere. So he's he's threw out another video after the apology. After the apology, right? So you know, so now what is okay? So now he's calling out the institution. So he's calling out the institution, uh, and so the institution decides we're gonna go we're gonna go a different way. I guess uh, the athletic director Reggie Theus talked to him and said, "Okay, let's save face." I want you to step talking to uh talking to Ed Reed. I want you to step down. Uh I want you to step down gracefully. We're gonna just say it was not compatible. 
every mother said, heck, heck no, because mm-hmm. the next day he met with the parents. He had he had student athletes coming on campus to recruit. He was he was recruiting again. He doesn't have a contract. <laughs> He's recruiting students, uh, bringing the parents, and then he listen. He does another video saying, "I didn't quit. I, I didn't quit. This, this the the the." Uh, we got devils at our school. These people are devils. So he's called out the university. He's and he's and, and and so they did. I don't understand this because he didn't have a contract. So they said he's not. So some people say he was fired, but he never had a contract. And so now you have this damage control. So uh, Roland, you mentioned Roland Martin, uh, uh, Uncle Roro. Ro, Ro, they call him. Uh-huh. Uh, Who's that? Uh, he's. He has a he has a a social he has a a talk show. Yeah, he has a talk show. Very interviewed a lot of these people. He's an influencer, and he going down. He goes down there, and he's trying to get the he got the president, the interim president on. Interim president saying he's making a statement. He's he's coming out saying, I told him three things he got to do. This is a Christian institution. uh, and he gave him two other things that he did to follow. He said he he broke them. He said it's, it's just not compatible. Okay, so then so now you got <clears throat> so he's saying so. Eric comes on, he comes on and interviews, and he's passionate. He's passionate about it, and he can't control it. He said he said I didn't quit, and so his uh, he had a handler talk trying to talk to him, but he's just out of control. I mean he's just he's just he's passionate. He look. He's, I think he's, he does have the best interest for the kids, but he doesn't know how to, he doesn't know, he doesn't have the temperament of the coach. You can't, you can't uh-huh. say everything you're thinking. And so now you have, so it gets, it gets murky. So now you got students because the school has some problems. Again, you have molds because of the hurricane. You got some, un, you know, you got some conditions that are not great. That's being the spotlight's been anytime you got a celebrity, you got a spotlight right. in the situation. Right. So the institution has no other choice but to fix it. But they said they go in a different direction. Uh so now So wait, let me just ask a question here. Yes. Okay, so what you've described in this scenario is um that you have Ed Reed, who is a type of leader, right? Now we use the word influencer now too, but He's he was, you know, suppose in a not in a bona fide position of leadership at the university yet, but he took a role. And if you talk about a leader as somebody who, you know, is at the front of the pack with people following behind him, that's the scenario you have with Ed Reed. Yes. But how how would you describe that? as leadership. Now he's going to, he's going up against other leaders in the organization and we're going to get to that, but just for this type of leader, this is real. I mean, we yes. have this in our society now everywhere, right? So, so I, I, I think, I think I would have to call him a, a, a autocratic, a autocratic leader. I think, I think he has to be in control mm-hmm. and, you know, he's not, I mean, he's in the. I, I heard he's a. I heard he's a neat freak too. And if, if the office is not clean, what is the degree of cleanliness? Again, the, the other point I want to mention: Regnitheus, Regna, Regna who is like I say, he's famous. He's he got interviewed not by Roland Martin but somebody else, and he's saying that he didn't have a, that that he did not know that the, when the camera he said that the guy he said Ed Reed is a different person off the camera than he is on on the, in the camera, which is interesting. 
So he's saying he didn't have a temperament to be a coach. So when we, let's go back to Ed Reed. I think he leads by example. I think he, I think, I think, I, I think he likes to make decisions, and now he has to listen to them. So the the question that that I guess his supporters would say, Ed Reed has never acted like that at the University of, of Florida in his pro life, but it's a it's a different it's a different dynamics now. He has a smaller school. So we could say a big fish in a, in a small pond. Uh-huh. That is that is very different, uh, and, and so, but that's what I, I, I hey, he has to be the boss, and I just think it did. I think right now what you have is an incompatibility, and and so I want to mention also. So as a as a as as a result of this, students were protesting. We're not going to school. You got you got the the football players are saying some things. I think things are going to get fixed because what has happened. The school talk about leadership. The interim, the interim coach, I mean, the interim president and athletic director, what they decided to do because it's it's in the, it's it's like having a family feud and you got it you got it on CNN and Fox News. It's not good. And so what they decided to do, they decided to get uh, those alumni who uh, who went to the NFL, they brought them back and let who them went talk. to the NFL. Yeah. From from Bethune Cookman, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The former former uh, Bethune Cookman students who ended up at the NFL. NFL. Okay. They brought a lot of those guys back to talk to to talk to uh-huh. the uh, current players and the, and the recruiters to let them know that re- that that the institution is more important than one person. So they're they're using they're trying to use their star power to to straighten this out, and their cameras are going. So they get to see the students that they're still saying. So you got yeah. a lot of things going on and, and how it ends. It's a soap opera, but it's right. going to end. It's going to end because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, the institution is going to still be there. So can we segue or yes. just move over to the, let's just talk about the interim president. Yes. So the interim I just want to mention, how old is the school? It's over 100 years old. Yeah, it's over 100 years old, yes. Yeah, it's 100 plus years old. I mean, like 130 years old, let's say something like that. And that this is, they have only had eight presidents. Yes. And in this context, because there's some talk about this, you know, it's an president's there for two years. It's a common thing that we do in, that they do in leadership, executive leadership of higher ed, is they put someone interim while they're doing their yes. search. And eight presidents in that many years, the That's last amazing. person fought, you know, retired after 42 is really unusual. I want to say this is, in my experience in higher ed, college presidents, they roll over every five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I saw at the University of Vermont. I mean, people, it's, it's just, uh, it's sort of a fact of academic leadership. So, to, so they've had very stable leadership. Yes. Okay. Now you have this interim president, and I want you to talk about his name is Dr. Lawrence Drake. Yes. And I just what what's your view of how he responded, what he said, and what his role is, particularly in respect to the board of trustees who are getting some flack, even though they're sitting in behind the curtain back there. <laughs> you know. And we and we probably need to spend some time on that because they're they're behind the scenes. They're they're not they're they're not getting in the line for. So and that's typical. All, that's typical too of the higher ed. Let's just not say this isn't unusual. No, I, no, I agree. No, I, I okay. agree. I, I, I agree. I agree. It's it's uh. In public uh, institutions, the board of trustees meeting have an open 
forum where everybody can go. But what really happens there is not, you know, they, they, they have a lid, they have an actually limited role and, but they're not public figures generally. So what I've seen, my experience being seeing the interim, even at, at the university I'm at, seeing the interim dean's role, I mean, the interim president's, president's role, role is, is, is the stabilize, you're a stabilizer. You're stabilized. Mm-hmm. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're not the guy, but you, but your goal is to stabilize. And what I've what I've observed, uh, even even uh, trustees do, is that sometimes that intro person can they can t- they're not going to be. I mean, they're not going to be the guy. But say for instance, they're dealing with controversial issues. Their layoffs. Their things that's that's happening. That interim that interim that interim president is really empowered. To make some unpopular decisions, and the guy that coming after him say, "Well, I'm not that guy. I'm I'm the I'm the savior." And so I think uh, in looking at the interview that I saw with Roland Martin, I thought he held himself very professionally. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Roland was trying to pour it on and trying to put him in in spots. And I think the reason why I think he was, I think he was very deliberate. He was very wise because he knows he's on the platform. And, and, I, and, I, and I do say, at the end of the day, uh, uh, an institution that's been there over 100 years has probably seen their share of drama. I mean, I, I'm, I'm from Louisiana, LSU, uh, University of Tennessee, I've, I've gone, University of Oklahoma, they've all had their share of drama. But what has been different, social media has put it to the front line, front, forefront. And that that is really different. But I, I thought he held himself very professionally. He didn't get himself caught or twisted. And in the, the day, so, well, thinking, so what I I I listened to the, his interview. Yes. And um, you know, one thing he pointed out, I think, in response to a lot of the things that you know Martin was throwing at him, yeah. of course, was that that of course the social media distorts things takes a very narrow view of what are often kind of longer term problems and um it's th- what they're what social media misses are the facts yes and the context yes. and the context has a timeline right so we're talking about hurricanes right yes. we're talking about the history of the school yes. i think yes. he referred now this was just in fly by night but mm-hmm. that the original that uh founder of the school uh, was a woman Bethune Cookman she fired Zora Neale Hurston Zora Neale Hurston had a role at the university and something came up because she felt like Zora Neale Hurston was not reflecting the values of the institution <laughs> now anyone who knows anything about African-American anything knows Zora Neale Hurston is just this you know kind of very revered very revered writer and poet and um, so to think that this, you know, so all to say um, uh, the institution and the founder had certain principles and they weren't going to be sidelined by celebrities, right? Yes. And I think she, I'm sure she took a lot of flack for that mm-hmm. and probably is still taking flack for it without people knowing the details. So that's, I think, what really stood out to me about um you know that the interim president's interview was his emphasis on that um you know what we're going to take a little break right now this is mercy russell with the remarkable relationship show i'm here with dr daryl green of the um oklahoma 
Baptist Christian University in Oklahoma City, and we're talking about um, Bethune-Cookman and Ed Reed, and we'll be right back after the break. It's time that you are heard, and I don't mean in just a conversation. I mean really heard. Imagine hosting your very own radio program on Alternative Talk 1150. Talk about being heard. Call 425-653-1150 right now to learn how affordable it can be to host your own radio show. Time slots are going fast, so take hold of this chance by dialing 425-653-1150. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Make it a great day. Keep your dial on Alternative Talk 1150. Uh, hello, this is Mercy Russell with the Remarkable Relationship Show. Back from a break, I'm here with Dr. Daryl Green, and we're talking about a leadership in the context of the controversy at Bethune-Cookman with their um, celebrity, um, I won't I want to say coach, because he was never really hired, but with, no. Ed, with Ed Reed. And it's, you know, this is something that's taken the attention of the, of the country, in, especially in the sports world. And it's, I think, a great example for us to talk about leadership. So we were just talking, we've, you know, kind of reviewed the background of the controversy of Ed Reed, his personality, his charismatic leadership, kind of an autocratic style. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking about the leadership from the institution, really centered in the interim president, um, Dr. Lawrence Drake, who we just mentioned. And we're talking a little bit about, but I want to pass this back to you, uh, Daryl, to just talk a little bit more about who Dr. Drake is and how you would view his leadership role, his job at this point, and how he's been doing with it. So I just, Marcia, Marcia, I just want to be honest with you. I didn't know any, anything about this guy. Uh-huh. He was thru- he was thrusted in the limelight uh, because of this Ed Reed situation. So let, let's, let's just talk about who this guy is. Uh, so he is Lawrence M. Drake, the, the third, he's an alumni. He's an alumni from uh, Bethune-Cookman. So he has something about in. Uh, he was, they just promoted him. Uh, they just promoted him last year. He was the uh, the business dean, the College of Business and Entrepreneurship. Uh, think about this. He has worked 30, 42 years uh, in in the in professional world, and check this out. I just want to I just want to let you know about this. I thought this was a, this was amazing. Uh, he was he served twenty one years with Coca Cola company, uh, company, including a stint as a division president, CEO of Nigeria, uh, an African division. So <clears throat> the the guy is polished. So so he. <laughs> <laughs> he has seen a couple of controversies in, 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 in his lifetime. He, and he has, what I like about it, he's an alumni. He has okay. a vest. He has a vest. So now, <clears throat> if you are a social media follower, you're following the social media, like you said, there's no depth on social media. 
then you would say this guy's ignorant. You look at him, he don't know what he's talking about. He's lying. I hear people saying he's lying. He's not telling the truth. But the, but the guy is invested in the institution. And so I think that is, and I would, I would, I would say he's a, he's a, he's a, uh, I, I think he's a common voice, not knowing much about his style, but I would, I would say he's, he's certainly, uh, uh, I would, I, I would say that he has the diplom diplomacy uh, characteristics. He has that. And I think he's just, he was just, he was just calm. Because because they were throwing bombs at him, and he's probably getting so. Here's what happens in the social media world: they're probably getting death threats. Uh, you know, if you don't agree with people, they're giving you death threats, and this is the world we live in because of social media. It has goods and bads, but I mean, as 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 a as a president, I mean, he's demonstrated on a very high level that that he knows how to manage very complicated things. If you did with if you did with Coca Cola. And certain things he's and he's able he was he was actually uh, believe it or not uh, his his great uh, coming back party was to be becoming the dean of the business school so mm -hmm. so I think I think I think he knows a few things so, uh, so my thing was uh, before we talked my thinking was he's interim sometimes they bring uh, uh, interim a, a peacekeeper that's retired they bring him in they sit a couple a sit a minute uh, stabilize the organization and leave. This guy is the dean, uh -huh, so he's he's not he's not he may become the president. I don't know. After this, you know, uh -huh. stars are made out of out of out of a lot of storms and drama and tribulation. He might become the permanent president, depending on how he handles the situation. Right. So his so his leadership. What's his job as a leadership right as a leader right now in this? So he's I mean, as an alumni, part of even the things that were thrown at him was the 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 reorganization of the alumni association and mm -hmm. the you know how much giving the alumni are doing and i mean they threw everything that is going on with the university right out on social media i yes. mean if it wasn't ed reed cuz ed reed wouldn't really see all of this but now everything any anything about the university is fair game and yeah, what's his role as a leader and yeah, he's very polished. I liked listening to him because I, I, he has a big picture, gives a big picture view of the yeah. university. Um, so I think I think his so he has a lot of is in Louisiana. He has a lot of alligators. He has a lot of alligators, and he's in a boat. Got a lot of alligators around him. He has to prioritize what he tackle first. So let's look. Let's look at some of the things. So he always deal the students. They're taking they're taking screenshots on YouTube of the rooms conditions. They got mold and think yes, they got mold. But all, most of the schools have mold. But they're they're putting a light on that. So he has he has that confront him. Uh, <clears throat> enrollment. I'm not sure about enrollment. I think enrollment probably static or even in, even growing. I think they're at three thousand students, which which is, which is I think mm -hmm. it's good for. A, a, but he's dealing with that. Then he's dealing with he's dealing with the athletic side. Uh, they got to find a coach. So his, I think one of the things he used, we're going to find an athletic coach uh, in the next couple of weeks. So that's what he promised. So people are going to be looking, did he keep his word? And he's going to find an athletic director. And he's got an athletic director. Oh, I'm sorry. The athletic. He's finding he's, the head coach. He's going to find a head coach. That's right. He's yeah, going to find, yeah. he's going to find that yeah. coach. That's his commitment to, to, to try to neutralize some of the negative things going about, at least keep it still, because he's trying to build a football team, but he's also trying to keep a school. I mean, right. 
the but football. the football but football is we have to emphasize it's not it's somewhat integral to a lot of schools. Ohio yes. State University built yes. a like world class yes. library from yes. the football the football yes. team gifted yes. it to the university. Yes. So and look at you've got Bethune Cookman alumni who went to the NFL. I yes. mean, yes. Let's not talk about the football college where your football team is my college, right? So, all to say, these, these, this is this is not just a little athletic extracurricular yes. thing on yes. the side. This yes. is integrated. Yes. Yes. Now, I, okay, I'm going to just throw this all at you a little differently. You've been they brought Daryl Green in because they've heard about him. Yeah, you know, and he's in there to kind of to to. Uh, to advise the interim president, yeah. the board of trustees, and Ed Reed. Okay, oh, what would your yeah? Oh yeah, all three, because you're neutral, okay. right? Yeah, and they know how much you know about leadership management. That you can see it from all sides. So, what well, you know? Give us quick okay. and dirty of what you. Okay, uh, <clears throat> Ed Reed's the easy one. Let's mm -hmm. let's deal with him first. Uh, I think if you if you if I would tell him, and I hope, I hope you don't cuss me out, but I would tell him that he needs to take a step back and look and look at himself on social media. That you're gonna be you're gonna be leading folks. Well, I'm gonna care about pitch uh, passion. That at the end of the day, if you if you're at the NFL and you're doing that, would they hire you? And so in saying that, he needs to he's he's gonna need to to reinform his image. Just like he used the social media, he's going to use it. So what does that mean? Sometimes, so he's a Hall of Famer, but sometimes that means you know what? I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a job as an assistant coach, and he might, and he'll he probably cuss me out as a assistant coach, even for Dion. So here's the thing about this: Dion did not get into that. He said, "Brother, I love you." He I'm has a relationship you. with Ed Reed. He has a he's yeah, he has in, a great he's been in contact together. with him during yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and actually when Ed Reed was going off with the parents and the students, uh they had Dion showing say, you know what, man, my brother, I'm with you. And all Dion is when, when they talk to Dion, all Dion says, I hope that uh Bethune Cookman and I hope that uh Bethune Cookman and Ed Reed can work it out. So why is that important? Because one of the things that Ed Reed said. Dion is right. So when on Dion on leaving, one of the things Dion said about the institution having some issues, he did it. He did that on the, on the way out. Yeah, yes. for Jackson said he did that on the way out, and and it was not taken. People people got slighted, but every was like say Dion is right, and everybody knew to talk about that. And so that threw, as we say uh, in this in, in this trade, the streets, it threw shades on on black colleges. All black colleges are bad. Anytime you say all. You in trouble, so so that's why I would tell Avery take a take a. But Dion, I would say work with Dion, but Dion has not offered him a position, and I, I don't <laughs> think I think he wants to be the boss. And if you want to be the boss, then I I just think it's very difficult. I, I'm just saying just the practical side of that. If you cuss your boss out, you cuss your supervisor out, you cuss the president out, the odds of you getting a job anywhere is remote. And so unless you do that self. Uh, unless you get that stuff together, get some get some help, some anger. I like yeah. passion, but I don't like anger. I would I would so that's 
So like yeah. I said, he, he, he kicked me out of his room. He cussed me out, I think. Well, I think what you bring up is really an important aspect of leadership, which is accountability. Yes. Because people love to talk about accountability for their direct reports, <laughs> for the workers, for the faculty, but leaders have to hold themselves accountable too. Yeah. They, they aren't gods, yeah. right? Now he's got a board of trustees. So the structure puts a level of, but there's other accountability yeah. and that per, a leader, even a charismatic leader who's going to be successful has to decide who he's going to hold himself accountable to. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's his mother you know, mm -hmm. or his grandmother yeah. sitting back yeah. there, right? Who's saying, look, I don't want to hear this stuff from you, mm -hmm. but it's, it, you've got to be accountable to somebody. And that and yeah. leaders don't get a pass on that. So so you open something up. You say something. So something I'm gonna go back to when I talked about Dion being charismatic. Ed Reed is very charismatic too, but right. he's charismatic in a different. I mean, well, we say passionate. They see the character of the person. Right. He has lots of character. It's just he doesn't. He, he is not polished. And if you're gonna be if you're gonna be a head coach for a major, major program, I don't care if it's a small school. You gotta learn some. You gotta learn some other skills. You got so he, he he. I mean, he has the passion, but there's some other skills you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta have. And you think he could turn it around at this point? Oh yeah, you can turn it. Around. I mean, I believe in second chances. I mean, you know, yeah. he, he can turn it around. But since since he was so open, that's what I'm saying. If you open, you open with social media, you gotta end with social media. You gotta do it in a positive way. And uh -huh. I think is even even if you do reality shows or whatever, you gotta come up. Dion has done it. Now he Dion's taking chances too. Because do you, your life is twenty four seven, and and I and we're not we don't always shine, and, and maybe that's the authenticity of Dion. So the next group I would say the athletic director, uh, I thought he was calm and polished. I seen his interview. They got he got to find a good coach, and they got and they got to win. They got to deal with uh -huh. the, the the issues, the students, the, the football the football players. You're not supposed to share helmets. It's like sharing toothbrushes. You're not supposed to share that. And because they have a limited amount of, of, of uh, funds, they I guess they were sharing uniforms. And helmets. Take, helmets. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, helmets uh, and, and washing your own clothes. And there's some reasons behind some of that stuff. And, and this it goes along with the president. They have to prioritize. So now, here's the problem that you deal with. If they were in a vacuum, they could prioritize what is the most risk? What is the risk? What is the best benefit? But because you're open, your life is open now, you got to get, you got to do some things that are very, you got to do some of the things that are very vis visible, that maybe not have the same amount of impact, and you got to mix them together. Because at the end of the right. day, you got, but, but, what brings me hope, you got a school, an institution that's been there 100 years, they've seen this, <laughs> they've seen this before. So I just think, I just think uh, between the president, I think you got to, you got to get the, you got to get the coach right. Yeah, uh, the, has be, so he has he has to, he has to have the character, but he got he got also got to win. He got to have he got to he got to win some games. He got to turn the thing around. He got to I I believe he has to talk. And so what I'm seeing right now to get out of the ditch that we live in the 21st century, they have to be more outgoing. They got to they got to be more uh, forward and, and transparent than ever before. Uh, and so I don't know what the intro. I think I like the interim president. I like his style. I like his mojo. But the but like see the narrative. Some he's saying he's walking the he's walking the school. So some of the some of the parents and some of the teachers, some of the some of the students are saying we've never seen this guy. And some of the outsiders are saying the guy's not the guy's not telling the truth. 
So can two things be both be true? Yes. Could the students know that the president's not walking the campus? Yes. Absolutely. And so, let's just be clear. As I have a higher, you know, I have a doctorate. You have a doctorate. I've been on campus. I've been in, you know, I have a master's. I have a, how many students actually ever go to a meeting with the administration? I mean, it's nobody. It's nobody. I mean, students, they got their own things they're involved yes. with. Their girlfriends, yes. their boyfriends, their yes. sports, their studies, their mom and dad. And are they thinking about the president? Are they going to show up at the for at the tea with the president? So let's just give the president a break on that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So 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 what we do? We don't we don't we don't uh, trivialize the roles of students. Students certainly are involved. We want them to have a voice. But I'm just saying, it's like being a parent. There's some things I'm telling my kids that I'm dealing with. I'm not I'm not sharing that stuff with right. them. And so if they talk, they, they talk, they talk, they talk with less information because they do not, you can't tell everybody what's going on in, in your institution. So I, I think prioritizing what is important, I think it's going to be very important. But I think I, I like, I like, I like the comments in the institution. So one of the things that was through, through against the uh, institution that, that folks are not given, that alumni are not given. And, you know, to be truth be showed, if alumni across the country, unless you are Harvard or, or some, most, right. most, most students, I've seen, I'm not right. giving them anything because they did something to me. And I yeah. think if, I think- I've already too, paid my tuition. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I paid too much money. I'm not giving it. So I don't, right. uh, I think they give, I think, I think now, I think institutions, the alumni need to rally around the school uh, as much as possible and tell their own narrative. So I don't, I don't think the solution is getting another celebrity person. I, mm. So I think that's the whole thing. Do you- it, it's a, it, it was incomparable, in, incompatibility. I mean, but that's, that tells you we need to do due diligence. You know, we need to do un, untended consequences. Did the, the, the uh, trustee, did they say, we want, we want to be like Jackson State. We want to, we're going to bring in $100 million in and we want to get a, a celebrity coach. We don't, we, don't, we don't know that they did that. Right. But I'm just right. saying this, that when you have somebody famous like Dion and Jackson State, was a per it wasn't a perfect marriage, but it was a marriage that, that had mutual agreement and mutual respect. At the end of the day, Dion, despite of what is Dion had some wonderful memories from Jackson State along with his kids. Jackson State had some memorable uh, memories with uh Coach Prime. That's a that's a wonderful relationship. You know, so, it, it, yeah, so okay. Um, it's, speaking of students. Mm -hmm. You're a professor in that school of business, mm. oh, yeah. <laughs> teaching what you teach now, and you got students coming in like hot about this mm. issue. Yeah. How would you use this as a teaching moment? Oh, I'm, I'm using it right now. I'm, uh, I do what we call wise. I do wise notes every every week because I think we need to give students hope. So in that, I just it's like a maybe five minutes. I talk about I I, I pick like a like a a, a a a virtual value. So this week I'm talking about excellence. So I'm talking about excellence, uh, and then I talk. About, I miss a description. It's a Christian school. I, I miss mm -hmm. a description, and I talk about business. But my my uh, one thing that I'm talking about, I think the next couple of weeks is authenticity, and I'm talking about Dion, and I'm talking about why am I talking about Dion? Because he didn't do it like everybody else did it, and a lot of times people people uh, find fault because you're not following a blueprint. And I have, that's what I'm taking into 2023 is that you got to be authentic. Mm -hmm. You got to be yourself. And a lot of times, like for students, 
they come in. I, I, I had a student uh, last semester. She was taking a, a, a marketing class with me in a big class. I have 29 students or so. And I started talking about being authentic to yourself and, and, and doing that. And the student was taking, she was in finance. And she came into my office and say, I'm changing my major doc degree because that's not who I am. <laughs> and, and I think if we do that. Uh-huh. So so in, in, in the old days, we say, you need to work on your weaknesses. But I heard uh, Maddie Johnson, something that really struck me. He said, you know what? I don't work on my, I don't work on my weaknesses. I work on my strengths. And I surround myself with team members that have the, that have the strength that I don't have. And that's what I teach mm-hmm. my students. We want to, we want to, we don't be true to ourselves, be the best version of ourselves, excellence, being in our lane. And we collaborate with those people that don't, that, that have skills that we don't have. That That's what I teach. But then, but then, it, so if you have students coming in who are really upset about this whole, this whole issue, and they're talking about all the social media stuff coming from Ed Reed. Yeah. And everybody, you know, and the protest, there was a protest yeah. on campus. Um, what would you have them consider in terms of uh, thinking about this in a broader context? Uh, I mean, just like what we, we just first, first yeah. of all, my, my students are built different. They're not looking at it. They're not like looking at that. Most of the students, they don't bring it. If, 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 you, if you notice that, most students are not going to interact with the professor. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Unless you bring stuff up. So I, I just, I, I think it's a, I think it's a story. Be understand doing the homework so that we that you know if you're going into you going into an organization that is compatible with your belief system, and I think I think uh-huh. I think that's that's really most important that that if I'm gonna if I'm gonna deal with you that we need to be compatible. So you'd and be I, highlighting the incompatibility. Here. Yes, yes, right, think, and that it could, that, that perhaps the school couldn't have seen it in advance, and even Ed Reed couldn't have seen it in advance. He was just being me. You know, he was Ed Reed being Ed Reed. And then he it wasn't until he actually got in there that he realized his style that it's become clear his style wasn't a match. Okay. So so no no point well taken. So that's the first point. The second point is don't don't air your dirty laundry out to the (laughs) world. Don't do don't do that. Because you can't take it back. I mean, he he apologized. Ed Reed apologized. Was it sincere? Only God knows, but I know he. Right. The people, people show, people still showing him cussing folks out. They still running that one. Even when, even when he's eight, hundred years old, they gonna still be running that that video. Yeah. You know, it's on yeah. it's on social media. So I just think we have to. Right. If I have issues with you, that's a, if I have issues with you, let us let us be adults. Sit in the room and say, you know what, my room. My office is jacked, is messed up. I don't, I don't appreciate that. We need to fix that right now and, and get go crazy behind the scenes. Yeah, but you know, it's just like you know, my parents say, you right. know, we have you, relations- did, so I watch. I've just watched this series. I love. I like it. It's called Queen Sugar. I don't know if you've watched it at all. Oh, really? It's all about all in Louisiana, and oh. there's a there's a, a celebrity basketball player and his wife who end up having a big social media horror on the court when she finds out he's got another wife and a baby and at any rate that happens in season one season eight her son who's a photographer and putting up nfts now Mm. i don't know if anyone i I hardly understand what they are but it's like a piece of digital art Mm. that you can buy so Mm. it's not something you hang on your wall Mm -hmm. he posts an image of his parents 
conflict just to try to get in on an organization while his mother's campaigning. In other words, he brings forward this Mm. image of 10 years before, and it becomes a live issue for her. And that's just the example that you're talking about, Mm. about those images that Ed Reed has now, that they're in the multi-years, they're on the multiverse, right? And that's what happens with all of us. If we're on social media and we do that, you know, I think it's a really important lesson for students. But but the good thing about it that that in our life there's 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 uh you can all reconciliation. You can always yes. you can always you can always say, look, even if he's gone in this, he can always say, you know what, I act a nut. I I really embarrassed myself, and my family, and you know what, I'm gonna get myself right. Here's my path, and you know what, at the end of the day. Uh, the uh, folks at Bethune Cookman and the folks at the period. So we hadn't even talked about the faculty who are quiet. The faculty are quiet. <laughs> you don't hear nobody saying that. No the faculty ain't saying anything. But I, I think, I think, I think there's an opportunity for him uh, to 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 get himself together. Right. And 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 because I think I think there's part of a school. There's part of a school that's in line with him that don't really care. You can do what you want to do. I'm going to do. But I'm just saying. But no one, no one. If you if you if you badmouth your 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 boss, that I mean, that's very few lanes you can run in that that the, the institute say. You know what? He's not going to do that to me. Right. So just we only have a, a minute or two, like a few minutes left. But what's flash forward? What would be the best case scenario for Bethune Cookman getting through this? What? Mm. How? How does this? You know, I mean, look at Martha Stewart, right? She went to jail. She's bigger <laughs> yes. than ever, right? So it's always been my example. And and people really, they do. They they take their trials and tribulations and then they, move, they if they're creative people, they just keep on going. What would Bethune <laughs> Cookman and Martha Stewart, it's kind of a weird combination, weird comparison, but well, give, I, me, give me two I, minutes. I, I, I think the, the easy one is hope. Bethune Cookman has to remember the history that they have with, with uh, Mary Bethune Cookman. There's hope, and you came from a, of a right place. Yeah. In knowing that, you got to get your ducks in the row. Uh, we got to first of all, you got to make sure if the leader, if people not doing it, accountability. If you're not, if you're not cleaning that man's office, you need to do what you need to do. Get the accountability straight. Build those relationships. You got to have resources. But I'm saying a lot of these things can be fixed. You got to get you got to get your house in order. I think that's the first thing. Come together as, as an institution. Let's uh let's hire a good coach. Uh, let's let's pull together. And uh, I I think you got to prioritize that. I think I think if they if they go with the vision that you came you came from rich history and the school is better than is bigger than any person. Every the 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 trustees the school is bigger than that. And I think that's. The school has staying power. I, I think those are my ingredients. Keep the hope alive. Yeah. Move forward and 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 and, and do a great job. Well, with all due respect to our former president, they Bethune Cookman's on in the headlines. I know who Bethune Cookman is now, right? A lot of people yes. are aware, and yes. they're going to be watching, and that's yes. something that they can that they can really yes. capitalize yes. on. You know. So anyway, we're going to stop for today. Dr. Green, thank you so much. So fun. And uh, I hope that, you know, somebody somewhere gets some value out of our conversation about leadership. And um, 
you know, I wish your wisdom was right on the front line for this controversy. But I look forward to having another conversation with you in the future. Thank you so much. Yes, it was really great. Dr. Daryl Green of Oklahoma, um, a Baptist Christian University in Oklahoma City has joined us today. We're talking about Ed Reed and Bethune Cookman. And this is Mercy Russell with a remarkable relationship show. Look forward to next week. Thank you.